Welcome to episode 116. I'm Sabrina Lynn and this is Rewilding. You are in for a real treat in this episode. Um, finally, you get to hear someone else's voice on the podcast besides just yours truly. Yes, it's true. This episode is from a summit. Um, it's from the Divine Feminine Summit that was released in 2020, actually. And it's a beautiful conversation. I am normally not super excited about interviews, to be completely honest with you. I'm, I usually leave them feeling, um, I don't know, like there could have been more, or we could have gone deeper, or there could have been more juice, or more Shakti, or more transformation, or more activation. But I left this interview feeling, wow, we left it all on the table. Um, Kenlyn is the host of this particular interview and she weaves in so beautifully and has this gift of almost pulling the wisdom through, holding this big beautiful space to just kind of allow goddess energy, Kali energy, Shakti energy to just kind of let it rip. Um, and it's beautiful. This is a really great honor to be able to release this on our podcast. It's actually um, Divine Feminine Summit's content, given that it was created during their summit. But um, we've gotten permission to release it on our podcast and share it with you, which I'm really excited for. So huge gratitude to Kenlyn over at Divine Feminine Summit. Huge shout out to Kenlyn and to Divine Feminine Summit. It's launching again this year. So if you're listening to this podcast around the time it's coming out, around February of 2021, even kind of toward the middle of February 2021, you're able to jump into the Divine Feminine Summit. So if you're loving this episode, if you're loving what's coming through, you'll find a link on our website, just the podcast episode site. It's rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 116. In there, you'll find a link that takes you right to the Feminine Summit. You can sign up for a bunch of these transmissions and interviews. Also, if you go through this conversation, these energetics, and you're really feeling Kali. You're really feeling, wow, there's something here for me. I'm really called to work with this energy in a deeper way. There's just a thread here. There's a resonance here. We have our Kali online workshop, and that is a deep dive into an energetic experiential exploration of Kali. And you'll also find that link in the show notes, which is rewildingforwomen.com forward slash 116. You'll find that um, in there as well. So, all right, enough. Um, I invite you to just kind of sit back, be open, um, it's a real big energetic transmission, this particular one. It's real, um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to put words to it, but I just want to invite you to walk into it from a really open heart, open body, open central channel kind of a place. All right, enjoy. 
So I think a good place to start is just for those who are listening and might be new to Kali or new to the dark goddess. Um, Kali is fierce love, like fierce grace. It is this intense love that goes way beyond our constructs of human love, that little love. It is the love of your soul. And it is such an intense, fierce love that it loves you through little self. It loves you through ego. It loves you through fears and through doubts and through worries and through wounds and through all of those, those little things. It is a love of, I love your soul. And I know that you are so much more than this. You have so much more to give. You are so much more, enough playing it small, enough being little, enough playing it small, enough doubting self, enough. And when she shows up in our lives, what you were just referring to coming is she's there. I mean, she's, she's in our lives. It's just how conscious are we of her? And so she often shows up in like those life tsunamis where the events in your world just collide to completely shift you on another path and oftentimes in those intense transitions you're wiped out on the floor bawling your eyes out and that's the little part kind of clinging on and that's the, the fear of change and we all hit those places and her her love Kali love is I've got you like there's so much more yes cry it out yes have your fit on the floor yes be angry yes be pissed all of those things go for it but we're still going here i'm still taking you to your higher self i'm still going to open up the doors to more of your allness to more of your fullness i'm going to release you liberate you from the things that are blocking you from your everything from your soul's expression right? It's, she comes in and it's enough, enough of the wounds, enough, enough of the story that just keeps playing over and over and over and over and over that has stopped you from the relationship you've been dreaming of or has stopped you from the career that, that you know you're built for. Enough. And she comes in fiercely, ferociously. I mean, this is, you know, like this is, this is Kali. It's, she's got a sword. She's got a dead guy's head in one hand. You know, she's, She's got a garland of skulls around her neck. It's, it's literally like, I, I'm stopping at nothing to give you your everything. Mm. Everything. All of it. She's ego destroyer, ego slayer. She is one of the greatest liberation feminine archetypes that we can work with. For, for me personally in my own practice, she is the liberator. She is the liberator of the ego, of little self, of of anything, there's no territory within us that she can't get to, no territory. There's no wound too big, there's no fear too deep, there's no karma too strong, there's no family patterning that's too ingrained, no absorbed psychic stuff or cultural norms that's too intense for her energy, her shakti, her vibrancy, her love to, to get to and to release us from, to transform. She's an alchemical 
transformational goddess. And she, she stands there like, give me your fears. Give me your old karma. Give me your pain, your grief, your doubt. Give it to me. Give me your little self. Give me your ego. Give me those bits that are holding you back from full expression of self, from embodying the divine in this body, on this earth at this time. That's Kali. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) That's so powerful. And I absolutely love that because she's on our side. She always has been. And yet when we resist, that is when we get our asses kicked. Hello. (laughs) Right. So talk about that because it, you, you do make it sound like she's the ultimate ally and we all know we've all been there, right? Where it's been so hard to let go. Absolutely. And that's just, that's part of what we're here to do too. That's part of us. That's part of our humanity. And that's what, what this path of waking up is what this path of embodying our fullness of stepping into our fullness our allness of opening up to soul and expressing our own soul our own divinity through us it's it's a process and a lot of times we do go kicking and screaming you know we we like safety what what we have been programmed to believe is safety and security, right? It's not easy when Kali comes in and you know, or truth, it doesn't have to be Kali, just a deep intuitive gut feel. You know you need to quit your job, right? You know you need to quit your job. But our humanity kicks in and goes, oh, but wait, how am I gonna put food on the table? How am I, you know, meanwhile, the divine's like, okay, you don't understand. Like, there's so much more available. You're going to be making eight times the amount of money. But I need you to say yes first. Like, I, I need you to let go. But, and that's just part of our journey, right? Like, that's, that's, that's part of what we're here to do is, is grow through these things, learn through these things, open, open through these experiences. And, and we love change is scary. Change is scary. Like, I always talk about this, when we start to live from a place of, of, of Shakti leading the way, or the divine leading the way, or soul leading the way, we start to live from a very different place, and it's, it's the ego gets out of the driver's seat and moves over to the passenger seat. The ego becomes servant to the soul. That is not an easy transition. It's not an easy shift. We don't like it. It brings up all of our fears about money, about relation. Like it's going to bring up your old karmas. It's going to bring up family patterning. It's going to bring up everything that is not full divine soul. It will bring up everything. And so, heck yeah. And that's part of the awakening path. And I think that's a conversation that we're not having open enough, honestly enough, is that the awakening path is messy. It's messy. It's wild. It's in, it's incredibly chaotic and confusing. Um, and of course, there's these bliss-filled moments of just sheer joy and 
you know, the, the, the oneness and the love that comes, but there's also this other, other piece of it. And so for me, one of the gifts of Kali is that when we're in that other piece of it, that messiness, that chaos, that confusion, her grace, her love, it is just, it is just this, ah, oh, the liberation, the, the releasing, the, you're going to be our own Kali Ma, right? So there's this aspect of Kali that is just great mother. And she's like, I, I got you. I've got you. It's okay. I've got you. And for her working on that level, which is way beyond something we can even find words to talk about, way beyond what our logical minds can wrap itself around, she just comes in alchemically, just kind of goes, oh, I'll take that. Oh, you don't have to worry about that anymore. Oh. <laughs> and then you wake up and you're like, wait, I'm not worried about quitting my job anymore. Oh, well, how did that happen? that's one of Kali's many gifts and many ways that she weaves, weaves her Shakti and, and, and awakens us, opens us, li liberates us. Ah, that's so good. You know, on the path, there is the distinction as you brought out between the ego self and the higher self or the soul self. And as you know, if you're a spiritual person, their soul doesn't really give a shit about the picket fences and the bright, shiny objects that you've got around because the soul is on a journey. It's on a path. And I remember um, one of the Kundalini elders who was doing, I, I practice Kundalini, so I was with her in Española, New Mexico, and she was doing tarot. And I think I had a pretty gnarly reading and I was, my little self was like, oh no, no. And she said, listen, if you're an old soul, you worship Kali. She said, none of the gurus worship anything other than Kali. That's who they're devoted to because they get, and we get to get that burning away of all of that fear is actually like i mean let's it can't be understated you said this liberation liberation from the prison that we're actually in that we don't know we're in but we just want curtains up on the window no i just want my prison to look good <laughs> and she's like fuck your prison <laughs> yes that's, that's such a beautiful way, Kenlin, of um, of sharing about her, and it's just the words that were coming in as you were talking when you're talking about the, the the gurus and and Kali is you know that's who they have a devotion to. She's not for the faint of heart, you know. That's just the truth of it, and it, it you know this is a piece that it, it breaks my heart to see. Um, um, almost like the some of the non-honoring of the the truth of Kali, you know, like some of the like far out or the misrepresentation of of her. Oh my God! Um, just who she is, what she is, what she gifts us with, 
it is beyond, 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 beyond. If there was one archetype that I were going to have a devotion to for the rest of my life, and I, I work with 36 feminine archetypes in rewilding, the embodiment of them, the transmission of them, that's, that's what rewilding for women is. If I had to pick one, one feminine archetype that I was going to work with for the rest of my life, this is for me, it would be Kali. It, hands down, it would be Kali. It would be Kali for her holding me to the fire, ho holding me to the truth, the, the no bullshit. And, and that's part of my path is, is as waking up and, and that. Um, but that's her, that she will hold you to your soul's truth and she doesn't, she'll get you out of the prison. She, you might go kicking and screaming, but she will open the blinds. She will open the window and she will throw you out. Like, get out. There's way more. You have no idea this illusion that you're living in. Mm. Have you had a personal awakening around that? Like, what, what's your experience with letting go? <laughs> yeah, as you're laughing. Letting go. Oh. I you go there <laughs> well we gotta get real here right because at, at this moment there are people in the fire going i'm gonna get burned up especially when say their astrology is hitting like like oppositions and all the intensity of these transits are on their ass some people will have more Kali energy than others. So this is your moment <laughs> to share your story about how we can, how, what happens when you follow it all the way through? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So my personal story around her was, I'll, I'll try to make it short and make it very useful for everyone listening. I had been doing a lot of masculine based practices. So a lot of divine masculine practices, right? And I'm doing this motion with my hand because for me, it comes in top down, top down, right? It's the light through the crown. It's top down. It's very Shiva. It's very, you know, consciousness presence. It's, it's all of that. It's Christ consciousness. It's, um, it's the silent meditations, the sitting meditations, the expanding out into everything and nothing and all of that for years. And it was beautiful. Um, but I knew there was something missing. Like, I get this. I could sit on this cushion for the rest of my life and be in bliss because I get it. Like, this is great. But th this is not what I'm supposed to be doing here. I don't know what it is. I'm, all I care about is, is my spiritual path, really. It's all I'm really here to do. But there's something that's just not right here. And I ended up going to um, a workshop in Australia and I had no clue what I was getting into. No clue. I just knew it was a talk about Christianity, the path of, of Christ consciousness is really what I thought we were going into, everything I knew about. And what they brought in was Black Madonna. And it, it was Andrew Harvey, so I can even share. It was Andrew Harvey. It was an Andrew Harvey workshop. I liked Andrew Harvey. I didn't know anything about the feminine. Nothing. Nothing. Not, I knew there was a Mother Mary and I was doing some Mary Magdalene work and that was yummy and beautiful and wonderful. And then we get in this thing and it's this experiential embodiment workshop and we, we're, we're opening up to the energy of Kali. 
And it was Kali who I had a full blown Kundalini awakening with her. It wasn't Mary Magdalene. It wasn't Mother Mary. It wasn't anything. It was Kali. It was when we walked into Kali, instead of the initiations where they were top down, it was, which I had never experienced bottom up before ever. So suddenly it's, it's this snake-like energy moving through my body. I have zero concept of what that is. But it was, it was with Kali. It was Kali who, who brought that through for me. That's epic. Hence my like D. Yeah. I mean, she she basically like reached out, grabbed me by the scruff of the neck and went, you're mine. Like you're mine. (laughs) So she rolls. And and astrologically speaking, so I know you've been talking about astrology. And so to weave that into my personal story, she sits on my North node. So North node for anyone who knows astrology, North node, or if you don't know astrology, North node is your soul purpose. It's your soul. It's your soul's purpose in this life. And it'll give you insights and things around, um, around what it is that you, your soul came experience and Kali sits right on top of my, my North node. So she's got a lot to do with, with my own particular soul path in this life. She holds me to the fire a lot. <laughs> I walk a very fine line. <laughs> Whoa, that gives me so many chills. I love that story. That is epic because honestly, it came through for me in the summit, Black Madonna. That's what came through for me. Wow. And um, I just, you know, then it turned into the dark feminine and then it, and then it led to you. And now you're circling back to Black Madonna. Like, Ladies, we are channeling. We know this stuff. We are fully awake. And it's just, I think, I think the biggest struggle I have is being, is being with a, an emotional template, having to negotiate <laughs> relationships and other people. And that's, like you said at the beginning, that's part of being human and what we're here to do. And, and I think the, the, the place to take us next before we give our transmission um, that might be super helpful to all of this is this place of understanding boundaries. Yeah. That is huge. Why don't you talk a little bit? I share one tiny thing, Kenlin, because it's yeah. screaming body. And this is just something I'm feeling for those who are on this feminine reclamation path, this feminine awakening, feminine embodiment path, and what I'm feeling going forward, so feeling going into 2020 and beyond, it's exactly what you just spoke about. I am in this emotional, what were the words you used? A template? Yeah. Yep, I'm in this emotional template, um, dancing with all of these relationships, interpersonal relationships, my, my humanity. And this to me is the thing that I am so fired up about. And the thing that rewilding for women is moving into next year is now for us, for me, and for kind of where I'm taking my work is it's not just about the embodiment and the reclamation. It's also about bringing it into our daily lives, right? It's now, okay, we're not just gonna sit in women's circles on the weekend and awaken to Kali and Durga and dance Venus and dance Lolita. 
that's beautiful and we all need to do that because otherwise we're not reclaiming we're not opening we're not awakening but now how are we going to live that in the world and to me that's what we're being called to do that's what women are being called men not just women men that's what the feminine is screaming for is all right i've been underground for centuries upon centuries in hiding right i was shamed i was thrown underground now i've risen but I've only risen in like these quiet little secretive circles where everybody it feels okay. And now she's asking, I want out in the world. Bring me into politics. Bring me into the boardroom. Bring me into the bedroom. Bring me into your family. Why are you not expressing me in your daily life? Why am I still hidden in the closet? To me, that's part of the dark goddess. To me, that's part of, you know, Kali fits in the dark goddess, Black Madonna fits in the dark goddess, and to me, that's what the dark goddess is screaming for. Screaming for, great, you've, you've awake, you've, you've allowed me to rise up into this world, but you're still hiding me. You're still keeping the fullness of the feminine behind closed doors. You're still scared to bring this into the boardroom, or you don't know how, maybe it's not scared. You just don't know, we don't know how. And I think that's what we're pushing into, Penland, is, is groups of women, all right, how are we bringing this into the world? How are you bringing this into politics? How are you bringing this into the boardroom? How are you bringing this into lovemaking with your partner in your families? So I had to get that out. Well, Thank you. you. Have to do that. I'm sorry. No, it's totally, absolutely. I didn't know that that's where your work was going, and that is absolutely key. I think this is why we're doing the Divine Feminine Summit, honestly, because we know that the structures are falling. And we, so we've, we've had a split, right? And it's, it's okay, because it's been part of our awakening and healing process, where we do this stuff, you say, on the weekends, and then we come back into our life, and we're living a patriarchal structure. We're not using the voice. We, we like, you know, the way, the whole way the system works, from raping Mother Earth, Yes. Uh, you know, and, I mean, like we can have example after example after example of how the structure has been set up to take, 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 take from Mother Earth, not give back. And then we're standing around who I believe as the feminine women, particularly running the current of the divine feminine energy, we have had to witness this. And now the awakening is like, the activation is like, take it into the world, 100%. I, I, I could not agree with you more. And what you said before earlier was like, it's going to be messy. We don't know how. Right. And it's going di to be massively disruptive. Absolutely. Abs and so this reclaiming of the dark goddess, this working with Kali energy, right? The dark goddesses, the feminine warrior energies, that brings us that strength. It brings us the fierceness, the toughness, the, the all of that. I like to call it soul stamina yeah. to be able to go out into a world that's on fire, to be able to stand there and to still have these emotional bodies, to still be as receptive, as sensitive as, because that's our wisdom, right? Like that's my wisdom, my wisdom that I'm crying because the, the fires in Australia just won't stop or because the Amazon was just lit on fire. I'm feeling the fullness of that in my body. I'm bawling my eyes out. That is not a weakness in me, right? Like for us to be able to open up to these gifts, to navigate them, 
and to learn how do I move from this place? How do I live from this place, act from this place of being this open to my feminine gifts? And part of that dark goddess reclamation, that warrior gives us the strength, the boundaries, which you were just bringing up, the boundaries, the fortitude, the stamina to be able to live it, right? To live it, not just dance it on the weekend, but to live it in our lives. And to have some picture of being related to, to why we would want to be a part of the dismantling, to circle all the way back to the fierce love. Because we love ourselves, this planet, Mother Earth, each other, enough to say no more, not on the watch. You will not fish the ocean anymore. You will not dump chemicals into the atmosphere anymore, period, full stop. You know? Oh my God, it's that. It's that. Oh, Kevin, I have had chills this whole second half of this conversation woman you start talking my whole body lights up like yes we're doing this together <laughs> we are and it's being it's in the conversation that we're discovering actually we're 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 naming it and creating it's like two people and then we're like creating it through being in the conversation together something is arising that wouldn't have already arisen just through me just through you just through you and I together alone. And it takes everybody having this conversation, getting activated, getting pissed in a clean way. Yeah. Yeah. And bringing it out into the world. And that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's the piece. And that's maybe the, the, maybe that's the kind of like activation on not that this whole conversation hasn't been an activation. I'm pretty sure the whole thing has been a transmission. Let's just be honest about that. But it's this piece of, we, we don't go out there with jagged swords acting from our wounds, right? Like acting from the place like, I hate men because they did mean things to my mom. Or, right? Like that's little self. That's not Kali. That's not divine feminine. That's wounded dark goddess stuff. That's, that's garbage. That's not useful. That's not helpful. That's painful. And that's just really debilitating for the whole of the planet. So it's this practices to really be so connected, so open and no like rubble. I call it rubble in the line. You want the rubble out, you know, the wounds, the, the, the places of fear. So you're not acting from fear. You're acting from love. Like I'm asking you to stop burning the earth from love, right? I'm not doing it because I'm mad that my dad was a fireman way back in the day and I'm just pissed and I, that hurts me, right? It's, it's high love. It's high love. And it's in the highest good of everyone on this planet. Amen. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. So why don't we do that? Go, let's go for it. Give us the transmission of this piece as if, you know, we've had the transmission of who she is. Now let's take this piece and activate us to the higher love. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I'm just going to ask everyone to get in a position where your spine is straight, can be sitting. If you feel to stand, you can stand but you definitely want a very straight spine, comfortable, <clears throat> but straight. Closing your eyes if they're not already closed. 
And let's just take a couple of deep breaths. We've been in some big energy and a lot of talking, a lot of having to think and process. So let's just take some big breaths right up into our mind and letting those big breaths just allow the mind to relax. So using the breath, using visualization, using intention, allowing the mind to start to almost melt like butter. So just let the breath, let visualization, let intention all support the mind just melting like butter. Let's take a couple of big exhales out. So inhaling, and then just big exhale. Let's do two more of those and just releasing thoughts, releasing any energy that feels to come out. So inhaling together again, big exhale. And then one more, this exhale with force and sound if you can. So inhaling together. And then letting the body just move a tiny little bit. So just a little bit of a shake. So we're just kind of shaking it off. You can use breath, you can use sound. Now, finding that straight spine position, breathing all the way down to the base of the spine. So letting the breath come all the way down to the base of the spine, all the way down to the base of the spine. Inviting Kali energy in. So all of that energy that we were talking about, that we were feeling into inviting her, inviting in that fierce grace, inviting in Kali love. So inviting her energy in and you might start to feel surrounded. You might start to feel heat. You might have a vision of her in front of you. She sometimes appears blue with multiple arms. She sometimes has a long tongue sticking out, hair wild and ferocious. Six arms, eight arms, multiple arms, swords and heads. She's often dancing wildly when she appears. She may or may not appear, it doesn't matter. But just inviting her energy to be here with us, inviting her grace to come and be with us, inviting her Shakti to fill this space, to fill this container that we're all in together in this moment. And then coming back to the breath, coming back to the base of the spine and starting to feel the base of the spine, that first, second chakra area, the area of the pelvis, starting to feel a fire building in this area. So starting to feel a fire building, warmth building, a fire building, using your breath, using energy, using intention, using focus to bring even more fuel to that fire. So whatever it is that you can do, it might be movement, it might be breath, it might be intention, but bringing more fuel to that fire, more fuel to that fire. We're bringing energy to this, we're bringing passion, we're bringing all of ourselves to this. This is embodiment, this is feminine, this is life force itself. So complete freedom to move, to sound, to breathe, to be big, 
in this space, to take up big space, to be loud, to be wild. So breathing into that fire, letting that big fire build. That this is your fire. This is your, it's like a life force fire that's happening in the first and second chakras. So just breathing that, letting it build, letting it build, letting it build, letting it build. It's getting bigger, it's getting bigger, it's getting bigger. It's filling your pelvis. It's filling like the whole of your pelvic bowl. It's just filling, 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 filling. And what you start to feel is as that fire is burning through that whole first and second chakra region, what it's doing is it's burning the old. It's burning the old. It's Kali's fire. It's the alchemical fire. It's burning away the old. It's burning away the old karmas. It's burning away the old patterns. It's burning away the things that you no longer need. So it's burning, 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 it's burning. More breath, more movement, more sound if you need it. Letting her fire fill the first and second chakras. And then you feel her fire start to move up your torso. So now it starts to build, it starts to move up, it starts to move up, it's moving up, it's moving up, it's moving up, up your torso, up your torso, up your torso, up, 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 filling the belly, filling the whole of the third chakra, starting to fill the lower ribs, filling the back. So now the whole area of the third chakra is also engulfed in the flames, is also being lit up by Kali's fire, being purified by Kali's fire. So letting that fire just burn through the whole of the third chakra area. Again, breath and sound and movement to help that energy move. Sometimes coughing starts to happen or the body starts to shake. Let that happen. That's just energy moving. So it's just energy moving. If that starts to happen, let it move. Let the sound come. Let the body move. Let the energy move. A lot of times it's just old stuff coming out. It's just old stuff that you don't need anymore. It's her gifting. It's her purifying. It's her awakening, her liberating. So back to the breath, back to the energy, back to that flame and letting it move up, 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 filling the chest, filling the chest, filling the chest, filling the chest, filling the rib cage, filling the whole of the fourth chakra, filling the whole of the fourth chakra, all the way up to shoulders, all the way up to shoulders, letting that fire burn through, letting it burn through the fourth chakra. And in that burning, that's Kali love. It's fierce love, it's fierce grace, and it's burning the old, it's burning the old, it's turning all the old to ash. The old karmas, the old family patterns, the old fears, the old doubts, the old wounds, just burning them away, 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 burning them away. So now feel if the body wants to move here, if there's a sound or a breath, or if the body wants to move here to support this flame, to support the whole of that flame from the base all the way up to the neck. Anything that the body wants to do here, any movement, coughing, sounds, sneezing, yawning, anything that the body wants to do here as it's being, as it's being awakened, as it's being liberated, as all of the old is being burnt away. It's being burnt away, burnt away, burnt away, burnt away, burnt away. And then letting that flame move up, move up, move up, move up, 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 up into the throat, up into the throat, up into the throat, up into the throat. This is so important. This is our truth. 
This is us finding our truth. This is us speaking our truth. This is us finding our voice, letting that flame up, 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 filling the throat, filling the throat, filling the throat, filling the throat. Again, it's burning away anything old, burning away anything we don't need, burning away blocks, burning away wounds, burning away fears, just letting it burn, 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 burn. And then letting it move up, 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 up into the head, up into the head, up into the head, up into the head, filling the head, filling the head, filling the head. Again, it's releasing, it's liberating. It's burning away any of the old thought patterns and any old nervous wiring. Let it burn away the old, let it burn away what's no longer useful. Let it burn it away, burn it away, burn it away. It just turns to black ash. And then you can let that flame right out through the top, right out through the crown of your head, right out through the crown of your head. And then feeling the whole of your body, the whole of your body and just taking notice. What does it feel like in this moment after Kali flame has just moved through the whole of your body? So just feeling, does it feel empty? Does it feel warm, cold, alive, dead? What does it feel like? No right or wrong here. It's just a moment to acknowledge, to witness, to honor. Just being with self for a moment. Just being in this space. Honoring this space. Giving a moment to really honor this. Really honor this ritual, honor this gift, honor this Kali gift. Really let it be, let it sink in, let yourself witness it, feel it. And then seeing Kali right in front of you, seeing Kali, whatever form she takes, right in front of you, standing right in front of you. Is there anything she wants to give you in this moment? So in this moment, is there anything she wants to give you or tell you or show you in this moment? And then when you're ready, honoring her, honoring self, honoring this ritual, honoring this sacred space, thanking her in whatever way feels right, and then letting her go, knowing that you can go back to her at any time. And then taking a couple of deep breaths, feeling your feet on the floor or the chair beneath you. Start to feel into the room around you, the space around you, starting to come back into your body, starting to come back into this moment, changing your breath in some way just to shift things up, moving your body, maybe fingers, arms, neck, head a little bit. 
And then opening your eyes and coming back to the screen when you Kenyon, Kenlin, you look like a different woman. <laughs> what the hell just happened? You are like radiating, woman. It's so beautiful. <laughs> oh my god, girl, that was so powerful. I, I don't think I've been through a virtual um, meditation visualization that powerful. Really, truly, like it's. It's uh, magnificent. And I felt myself after that, just like this charred, like the ashes falling away, but this, the essential self, the light of the essential self. Um, you know, I've just been studying the gene keys and they were talking about how hidden in the cell, in the darkest region of the cell is the light. And it was like, what burned away is all the not self and the light remains. And that's, that's what I had a visceral experience of. And I, I, it came to me that the way to play with Pluto and Saturn and Kalima in this 2020, this Plutonian who is like to some people that is Kalima. Yeah. Like a modern astrologers won't say that, but the feminine astrologers will, can, will know that. And I will say that it's the, if Kali is the dark goddess, that's the dark God. Mm. It, and, and some people have said she, the, that Pluto's actually the feminine. So I love that. Like, you know, they thought it was a planet. It's, you know, it's like, it, she's not what you think. Absolutely. Like the almost androgynous, but both, both and like both the masculine and the feminine, but dark for sure. Right. It's like dark god goddess all combined in one, like truth revealer. Awesome. That's awesome because the whole theme of this summit, being the divine feminine summit, really was the marriage and union of the masculine and the feminine. The, yeah. Bringing the feminine back at to her seat to become in union. Oh. <laughs> right. This is what this is all like. Absolutely. Ooh, so what I got was to play in those energies this year and in the decade is to consciously and purposefully and intentionally let go of what you know doesn't serve you. Let go. Like don't don't wait for the two by four to come to your head. That's it. That's it. Yeah, just it and do it, and that, and I think you really lit a fire around the deepest context there is, which is fierce love. If you love this planet, you love this experience, you get to surrender to that. So, yeah. Uh, anything else come through for you in leading that? No, it's just such a deep honor to. Um, to serve Kali. It, it really is such a deep honor and uh, I, I have such a devotion and such deep reverence to her. And so to be able to bring that here, it's a gift for me. It's always a huge gift for me. Mm. Um, mm. Oh, with other women or with men, it is, 
it's always this massive gifting that I receive. So it's just gratitude to every woman in this summit, gratitude to you, Kenlin, um, and to the wild weaving. Nothing is coincidence. <laughs> the way it came together. Yeah, we're just like puppets <laughs> on the string like, and you'll dance over here, Sabrina. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, I love it here. You're right. <laughs> and in the meantime, you get to fulfill this deep yearning in your soul that is what you are here to do in this incarnation as Sabrina Lynn and Rewilding for the Feminine. That's it. That's it. That's absolutely it. Yeah, that's it. I, that's it. That's all. <laughs>